Hey everyone, today is Wednesday, the 24th of January 2018. This is a bonus episode of The Gap. We're going to be talking about PUBG, something different today. My name is Luke Laurie. Job Gore is here. How you going, Job? Good. That's all right. We got some uh, other people in to help us talk about PUBG today, which will be interesting. We've yeah. got uh, from Team Muni, Linksy. How you going, Linksy? Hello. And uh, from Athletico, I've got Naf. How you going, Naf? What's up, guys? Now, we were just uh, doing some trash talking just then, and uh, I felt like that was a good <laughs> opportunity to maybe introduce everybody. Um, yesterday, Joe, you had a bit of a fight with Linksy. We, uh, we, we spent literally... Like the entire game hiding in a barn meadow, which is, you know, that barn that's, it's like a half barn south of uh, Yasnea Poliana. Um, do you guys know the one I'm talking about? You probably don't call it a half barn, do you? That fucking, <laughs> there's a little no. compound. There's a bunch of yellow houses and then south over a hill of those yellow houses. This is both of these. Are south uh, of yep, Yasnea yep. Poliana. Another one. Yep. Yeah. So uh, we, we like to hide, we call it barn meadow because, uh, when we hide in there, we tend to like ambush the fuck out of people, and uh, it's it's a good way to get a lot of loot, uh, especially if you started the game without much loot. So we uh we were there. We we didn't manage to. We had to escape from Milta because like six fucking squads landed there, and uh, so we had to bail on Milta with like fucking double barrel shotguns and nothing. And uh, we we ran out of there, hid in Barnmeta, and literally nobody showed up. So uh, we were going into I don't know the fifth circle with uh with fuck all i think like we were we had 30 five five six rounds each uh between the four like between the four of us we had 120 fucking five five six so uh we, we're like uh what, what are we gonna do but um yeah less than 20 people left we roll in on these fucking houses in in the car that we managed to keep pristine luckily and uh and yeah look we jump over the wall it was a fucking it was a beautiful drive-in if i do so I, I do all the driving so uh i roll in up next to the wall just park it beautifully slide in like a like a baller and then uh yeah we uh well i i hop over the wall and run straight into the shed and uh then literally everyone uh else in the squad died uh to hear them tell it afterwards Oh, and uh, yeah, and to make matters worse, we died to Linksy. And we knew that you guys were in the game because we'd well, seen yeah, you murdering a lot of people. Most of the love. Yeah. So we're like, uh, but we figured you were at the warehouse based on the sounds of the car 98 that kept, like, every time uh, a car 98 sound, we, we heard. We right. And then we'd see it go up in the kill feed well we we scoped out we tried to see like we were we're doing our best with the limited resources we had although i think i had a fucking ar suppressor which was completely pointless but uh yeah we we're trying to do that do the best we could to work out if you're actually going to be at these fucking houses or not and we we're just basically hoping you weren't and we must have watched it for like 40 seconds and it seemed like nobody died there and we're like they can't be there fucking let's go in and uh, naturally, you were there. Anyway, I don't know what the fuck they were doing, but I, I heard afterwards that uh, two of them were stuck on the wall. Yeah, and- they jumped the fence and they got stuck in between the wall and the building. And yep. so I kind of walked around the corner, just saw them both standing there, and I was like, "Well, this is this is pretty pretty convenient." Kind of just sprayed them both down. They but, were uh, I'm, I'm really impressed smart. that you guys managed to get into the top ten with a grand total of sixteen damage. 
yeah, we uh, I, I think that was all the stats right here. You know, that's good. That's good. <laughs> I think that was all me too. I uh, I took some pot shots at a guy uh, at one point, and then uh, the other guys the were like, "Stop or... it! We don't need fucking ammo." No, I only I only managed to hit him once, and I took like four shots, and like, just stop it! We can't afford it. So I think I actually rolled over the fence uh, on my side, you know, the smart side, not trapping myself uh, with a shotgun out. Uh, and I had big plans. But uh, unfortunately, yeah. Like if they'd stayed alive a little bit longer, I might have been able to put something together while you guys were distracted, like murdering them. But <laughs> no, no such luck. Anyway, yeah, uh, yeah it was pretty- kind of put you in the ground there. He did. He did. Uh, it was rough. It was. It was a garbage way to to end a pretty garbage game. But we it was just a pretty, a- pretty great way to end that game. I thought. <laughs> did you guys win? Yeah, we did. We were duo dropping, and we won twenty two kills altogether. So we were pretty happy. It's hmm, pretty good. Well, it's pretty good. Uh, it's unfortunate because I wasn't there. Otherwise, it would have been a different story. Yeah, yeah, no, we missing their best player. Great. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I like how Joe said that you guys jumped into the Discord afterwards and started trash talking. That was pretty good. Like, uh, Lexi, yeah, Lexi jumped on to message me and, and give me some shit. I think and, I gave uh, you a smiley face. That's, kind of that. Kind of said enough. I thought. Yeah, there was all you needed to say. It was horseshit. It was. Uh, yeah. Anyway. Um. Do Do you guys have like? Because I know when we're playing, we see names up there and we're like, oh, shit, this is going to be um, a bit tougher than, than what we're used to. Because we seem to run into, like, um, Zoid's team quite a bit or, mm. like, we'll see Zoid's name in the feed or Extreme's name in the feed. And we're like, at that stage, well, there's, like, 60% of our win rate maybe gone. Do you guys have players like that where you see the names coming? You're like, oh, shit, this might be a bit harder than what we're used to? Yes, I guess you guys, I know. you guys would back yourself, right? Or be a bit more confident to back yourself, right? Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, uh, it also depends. Like, a lot of us quite often duo drop into squads and, like, solo drop into squads, so it kind of depends on the situation as well. Like, say if say if I'm, if I'm solo dropping and there's 10 people left and the whole of Greyhounds is still alive, I've pretty much given up by then. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, you know, most of the time, I think we all remain pretty confident in ourselves to... Also, we want to kill the people we know, which makes it even better. Oh, yeah. yeah. (laughs) In matchmaking, I don't know about you, but I just, I don't take it very seriously. I just chase bullets. And if I see someone's name in the kill feed near me, I'm coming to get you. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So do you not, do you not chase stats then, Neff? Do you don't think, like, Um, do do you play aggressive or more aggressive than normal? Well, I spent a few seasons trying to grind the leaderboards and was successful but then I found, you know, you're going to get burnt out from the game considering it's not a competitive environment. You may mm. as well have fun, hot drop, improve on your mechanics. And, uh, I mean, yeah, just like you get burnt out, man, grinding the leaderboards. You get a bit tilted. You get it's just not good for the team. There's no reason. Yeah. Yeah, Luke, Luke knows all about chasing stats because he will specifically not play games when he thinks that the rest of us are playing shit. <laughs> <laughs> Which is uh, pretty harsh, to be honest. Um, it's true. I think I'm... Uh, well, I haven't played for like five... We played a couple games yesterday, but I haven't played for about a week. And I think it was about 50-ish in duos. About 120. I'm in, in squads at the moment. But otherwise, 
Yeah, you get You're to that point. You're higher than me, mate. You're higher than me. You, you, <laughs> get, to, than me. you get to that point where you need a top three win, otherwise, like, you don't get anywhere. And the moment you come, like, a bad drop or, I don't know, you get fucking run over by one of your teammates or some shit like that, um, and you all of a sudden you're, like, minus 20, and that is- or, or minus 30, and that's, like, three wins you need to get to do that, two or three wins. It's fucking- it is- it is yeah, a grind. It gets pretty triggering. It's worse now as well compared to a few seasons ago, um, back when I'm pretty sure PUBG had an ELO rating system in place because like we used to we used to drop as squads back when we were grinding and we'd always go up against the other like high rated squads so like it'd be greyhounds or tainted mines every single game yeah um now it's now we're lucky to see them like maybe one in 50 to 100 games to go up against another good squad um and i honestly reckon that that really fucks your rating up eh? because back in the day you could finish those you could finish fifth and you'd still get a decent amount of rating as long as there were some high-ranked teams in that game, but now there are none, so you have oh, to pretty so. much finish first to get any rating at all. And yep. occasionally you'll finish first, and if you haven't gotten enough kills or done enough damage, you'll lose rating still. Yep. So it kind of yep. just makes it makes it really hard to want to actually do the grind. Yeah. Yeah, I hate I, that. Sorry, you go. No, I was just going to say, it's so bad. Like That's like what I was saying. It just gets tilting because... At the end, you know, there's like five left and your teammates are like, oh, dude, I'm on zero kills. I need a kill. Share the kill, guys. And then some people don't share. And it's just, <laughs> it is not a good environment. Yeah, I'm a piece of, sh- I'm a piece of shit like that. I don't share kills. <laughs> all, all, I, all I care about, the only stat I care about at the moment is average damage per round. Yeah, it's the on, only thing that matters to me. I won't look at anyone's rating or like win rating or KDA or anything like that. It just matters how much damage they can put down in a game. Why is that? Um, just because, like, it's, it's like KDA is based upon like your wins and stuff. So, say like a really good player who's really good at fragging just constantly hot drops and kills people, but their KDA is going to look real bad because they'll die instead of going for the win because they'll be hunting those frags, and it just makes it hard because yeah, you can have people who get like maybe two kills a game but win every single game, and their KDA is just going to keep going up and up and up because they're not dying. Yep. But um and like you can die in the game and as you, if your team still wins that doesn't count to your KDA either. Like it still just keeps going up as if you hadn't died. So the only thing I ever look at is average damage now because I think that's the only way you can really judge someone. Like their damage. Like not like this is for fragging only like obviously. obviously. There are obviously. different past different aspects of the game that people are good at. Yeah. Yeah, well what what do you consider to be a good what's a good damage average then? Um, I think if you want to play at a higher level, I think you should probably have over 400, 350 to 400. Right. Like if you, if you want to consider yourself like a fragger. Yeah. Um, anything lower than that is, it's still okay. But I reckon if you want to be like a proper big fragger, you kind of need to go above that. Mine's 322. Are you saying I'm trash? Is that what you're saying? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> wow, I mean, uh, what he, he was literally—he was looking at the stats while he was making up the number. So, <laughs> <laughs> well, he's looking at my page. It's, it's actually three twenty-three yeah. to be good. Oh, even worse. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah. So, uh, speaking of like different roles and stuff, so do you guys believe that there needs to be an in-game leader? Like, you know, with with Counter Strike, obviously, uh, it's always very important to have an IGL who is driving the bulk of how you guys are playing. Do you think that's a necessity in PUBG, or do you guys nest, like generally collaborate as a crew? 
Uh, well, I'll speak about Atletico. Like for us, it's like our dynamic is we're very uh, like we have a leader, I guess, but Pongo doesn't really in-game lead per se. He's more like a shot caller, a shot caller. So if we're in a heated situation, he will tell us what to do. But throughout the game, we'll all decide. We'll mutually agree on a place to go, when to leave, kind of thing. Like it's I don't know about how immunity works or other teams work. Like I know Greyhounds. You know it's Zoid's word. Or nothing yeah. else, like his way of the highway. Um, but no, I find we do we do pretty well just having a mutual agreement. So yeah, cool, Lexi. Um, yeah, I probably would agree with Neff. I mean, I don't think you need. I, th- I think definitely someone needs to make the decision at the end. You can't have like you can't spend too much time fluffing around and having a whole bunch of people saying random things and then not actually going anywhere. It's just a waste of time. And in a game like this, time's key. Like. You know, five seconds could be the difference from you getting a compound to someone else getting a compound. Yep. Um, I think definitely having the shot caller is also the most important thing, especially if you get into like a firefight. You know, you don't want just one person fucking off to some random area to try and go for a flank while the rest of the team has no idea. You kind of want that one person to, you know, tell everyone, you know, here's what we're going to do and then do it. Um but yeah, I think that probably works. I mean, some people have ideas like as Neff was saying, Zoid, whose word is pretty much law in Greyhound. Um, yep. Anyone who's played that... with Zoid will say that. <laughs> There's um, a, a pretty famous Twitch clip of uh, the same thing applying to Pekin, I think. Uh, I don't know if everyone remembers that clip, but uh, this is a pretty, the... pretty fucking hilarious. This the, uh, the angry, the yeah. angry clip. <laughs> The fucking blow up. What was their team? Oh, the death of Rank Tank, was it? Is that what it is? Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. that's it. Yeah. And the Rank Tank. Um, yeah, that one. Yeah, no, like, I, you definitely see it a, a fair bit, you know, um, that that sort of direction uh, from an IGL. But, like, yeah, I think Shot Caller and IGL, I think that's a, a pretty si- there's a super similar distinction uh in, in counter-strike as well i you know i don't i don't think a lot of the time um especially with teams that are full of fraggers you wind up uh with you know more sh- a shot caller who's just called an igl and uh yeah I, I think it's probably one of those things you can get away with especially if if you're winning right like at the end of the day the wins are what what counts right yeah so exactly. uh now, if you were saying that you guys all decide on where you're going to go, um, like, early, is that, like, uh, do you guys have a general strategy around that that, that you go for? Like, a, a general drop strategy or... Drop uh, strategy? Yeah. Yes. Well, like, I do, you have a, do you have a specific place you drop? I'm going to get my yes. notebook out. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> we do, we do. Uh, well, Military base yeah. every time. Military yeah. School. <laughs> All day school. Uh, we've seen previously uh, in the last tournament, Ground Zero, Lucky Seven, they would yep. land Pachinki every game. They'd be contested right. by maybe one squad, but honestly, I wouldn't exactly rate the other squad as high as some of the others. Yep. Um, so they land Pachinki every game. They have a higher chance to be the first, like not the first, but ahead of people coming into any circle. Mm-hmm. They have insane loot. They have multiple vehicle spawns. So to us, Pachinki was just insane. So we decided to start landing there and contesting Lucky 7. And uh, we did it last night in CG. 
and we got a second and a first place. So I think uh, Pachinki is definitely that. Yeah, we won't talk about that one. All right, <laughs> we, we, we're not, we're not going to bring up 18th here, Linksy. No, no, I can't talk about 18th. <laughs> oh boy, um, <laughs> I thought we weren't going to talk about last night's CG. No, um, yeah, okay. So Pachiki is working then. Uh, how is how's it working for Lucky Seven? I suppose not so well anymore. Well, we don't like we don't want to fight. Yeah. If they want to fight, we'll bring the fight. That's fine. But um, basically, just. I sit there halfway through Bachinki. We loot half, they loot half. If they respect us, they'll just fuck off in the end and we'll fuck off in the end, do our own thing. But, like, it, I think it... Like, last night, I think they're coming... I don't know what they're coming, but they're not doing as well as they are wearing Ground Zero, so it's good yeah, to see I, that uh, we're shaking them a bit. Yeah. It's pretty good. Um, what about you, Linksy? You guys you guys going to start dropping Pachinki as well? We're going to see fucking mass, um, mass we Pachinki actually, drops? <laughs> we actually were considering it um, oh. from yesterday, mainly because like, we used to always drop Rosok. Yeah, because you know it's kind of like the lower, the lesser version of Pachinki. You know, there's a bit more Four spread minutes. out. There's still yeah. a good amount of loot, and it's pretty central. Um, and then the first game we dropped, and four other, uh, three other squads dropped with us. Right. Uh, and if you've ever dropped in Roshock with a shit ton of squads, it's it's hmm. it's a clusterfuck. Garbage. Yeah. Um, so yeah, and pretty much every squad kept dropping there after that game as well. So we're going to have to think our game up again. Um, it's it's just too risky. Roshock, like Pachinki's not so bad. You, if you stick together, you can kind of. There's a gap in between where you know they can have one half and you can have another half in Roshock. Everyone just drops fucking everywhere. You know, it's yes. Just, you can't. You can't. You can't risk it. Like even losing one person at the start of the game is just, just not not going to do you good. So um, yeah. So we're going to have to. I mean, Immunity is pretty much a brand new team right now. Um, yeah. So you guys changed changed some players, right? Yeah, yeah. So we brought in two new players, um, Electric and Biggie J. Yeah. Um, so we're gonna pretty much this week is our first proper week of CG practice and scrims practice. So we're gonna have to think of something different, but um. But there's, I mean, there's a lot of options to um, of places to go in Arangle. It's just you got to get there fast and you got to get there first. Yeah, yeah, fair enough. Pachiki, I guess, like because we drop Roshock a lot in our you know regular games, um, and there, there's definitely a difference between the Pachiki drop and the Roshock drop in that the layout because of the way the houses are clustered in Pachinki, you can definitely get away with like you can cluster like bunker down. A bit easier in Pachinki if, if you start taking shots early on you can sort of get away with like just hiding for a little bit because you can get to a house and with a, a friend who can you know cover you if you didn't get a fucking weapon early uh, whereas in Rodshock I don't know it seems like it's like the difference between Melbourne and Sydney and that Sydney was laid out by scattering some houses at a fucking table and uh, I think Rain Man laid out melbourne so uh, <laughs> uh i'm a i'm a kiwi uh, <laughs> uh it's the difference between nobody gives a fuck about any of your cities um yeah all right cool uh what about what about after um after that, you know, we're still talking about moving, still talking about uh, picking somewhere to go. I know, Linksy, uh, it, you've told me before that the center of the circle isn't always the 
the prime position. Uh, you still, you still on that? You still yeah, believe? Uh, that's I think going? I think the center of the circle is really important, definitely. Yep. But yep. the exact center, like, I think. Yeah, oh, look, mathematically, it's good because you know if you go to the center of the circle, you're less likely to have to go very far for the next circle because um. Obviously, if you're on one side of the circle, the circle can go to the other side, whereas if you're in the center, it kind of can only go so many different places. Um, so the center is good, but it's also not always the best option, especially, you know, if you're risking driving into a place where there could be a bunch of people. And, you know, in, like, CG and whatnot, these people are good shots. Like, they are good shots. They'll take you out of a car real quick, like, before you can click your fingers. Before you can even realize that they're at the place you're going to, they can kill two to three people out of your vehicle. Mm. Um, so you got to be real careful with where you go. Um, you quite often see a lot of people um, coming in on the edge of the circle, mm. uh, which is, you know, also good. As long as you're in cover is the main issue, and as long as you can get to where you need to go next without getting killed. But, I mean, it changes for everyone. I mean, I'm sure Neff has got similar but also probably different opinions as well on that. No, Thoughts? I definitely agree because, like... Going completely central uh, was like Zoid's thing for a while. I would see, like, I'd watch the VODs back. The, the most the most central compound, Greyhound gone there. And it got a bit predictable, so we figured that not just going off-center, but picking one of the best compounds within that circle that's one of the best to hold or just, you know, something that you're familiar with is much better than just going central, maybe even playing a position you're not familiar with. Like, it's just, I don't know, it's very overrated these days. Yeah. Well, I guess, you know, knowledge is key, right? Knowledge is almost everything in a game like PUBG because the more you know about what your uh, opponents are up to, the more you can adjust to what they're going to do next, right? Mm-hmm. And, like, yeah. if, you go- uh, you, if you go completely central, I mean, yeah, as Lexi said, it's less travel time for the next circle, but... Um, you're also putting yourself in between every single player in the server and once again these people are good shots you will die like driving a vehicle in cg or gz is it's it's i can't do it i really can't it's so you gotta you gotta give yourself 50 to 100 meters between someone like you it would you would not believe how easy it is to actually get shot out of a vehicle like you play a regular mm game you can drive five meters past someone and they won't be able to take you out. And yeah. in, in a CG game, you can drive 50 to 100 meters away from someone and you're still at a, like, a decent risk of getting headshot out of one of those cars. It's and, like, and a lot of people, like, I don't know if you guys do it and if we do it, I think a few other teams do it, but we usually have one person who actually aims for the wheels when someone's driving. Yes. Yeah. Um, so we have three people going for kills, one person aiming for the wheels, because as soon as you pop those wheels in most cars, it's gonna they're going to spin out. Um, I think even if you pop the, the motorbikes are a bit different because they're a bit harder. If you manage to get the wheels on a motorbike, though, they pretty much do a full front flip and die, yeah. which is hilarious <laughs> to watch. But, um, yeah, popping wheels is absolutely lethal. Like People don't realize that popping a wheel can be the difference between getting one kill and getting four. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah, fair enough. So, uh, yeah, so aim, aim for... So you don't shoot the car out. You don't try to go for the explosion, then. You just go for headshots and wheels, huh? Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, oh, if you can go for the vehicle explosion, like, if you've got the right guns, if you've got enough people shooting at them, definitely 
like do it if you can if you think you can get it down in time otherwise like go for the kill yeah. like, especially if it's like if it's just you if you if you're the only one that can see them i'd say either go for the kill or go for the wheel because most guns are not going to be able to blow up a car in one clip yep dp28 my new favorite dp28 can definitely <laughs> of course probably take one of them down m249 as well but that's kind of what they're designed <laughs> yeah yeah okay cool so uh so not necessarily going in the sense uh maybe somewhere off center but what about building choice you guys have favorite buildings or least favorite buildings buildings you never want to be in at all you'd rather be outside compared to being inside this building or a, a building that hey if it's available you like our our bun strategy do you guys have anything like that or do you guys uh just sort of not really narrowing on it like that uh you don't really get a whole lot of choice uh, sure and like obviously you got your favorite places you got your places you want to go but a lot of the time you know you're not actually going to be able to get there like, a lot of the time someone else has already got there if you do get there that's great that's fun you know go for it um i think it also really depends on the circle if you can yeah. get into a if you can get into a really nice defi on the edge of the circle get mm. your cars behind that defi as well i reckon that's pretty that's pretty powerful but um yeah i mean i'd honestly say the best thing about buildings is just if you get knocked it's hard to be pushed and it's easy to revive and also mm. a lot of the time you can actually hide your cars um because as soon as your cars get their wheels popped in a game like cg games or whatever i you know then you have to run and that's yeah. pretty much when you get killed. <laughs> game yep. over. Yeah, <laughs> game over, exactly. So, hang on. So, are you saying you don't go for buildings generally? Um, I, it's It really depends on the circle, eh? Like, if you can get to a good building, um, then yeah. Yeah, definitely go for buildings. But you really, like, when you get to those... It depends on the circle as well. If it's like a late game circle... Yeah. Um, then buildings become really important, I reckon, because you know then you're kind of in a situation where you don't have to run very far if the circle changes. Yeah. Um, if you get those early game circles, I don't think they're as important just because mm. like, you you might have to go really far anyway. Mm. Um, I don't know. I mean, just I reckon keeping cars in play is more important than buildings or defies either, yeah. really. Like cover, cover's not too important as long as you can get into the next circle. Well, yeah. well cover is important, obviously, but I as long as you can get into the next circle, I think that's the most important part without dying. I think it uh, also depends on the size of the circle. Like, I know there's a circle, I'm not entirely sure which phase, but there's definitely a phase where you know you don't need a vehicle. Well, you, yeah. you, you, you don't need it. And I think that learning the terrain and learning certain defilades in certain spots is much better because... Like there's a way less chance that anyone else on the server is going to know that position, and people know what compounds are. They're on the map. They're a fucking yep. house. They know yep. they're there. But if you're somewhere sneaky in the grass in a defi, like it's just, I think it's much better. Mm. Yeah, fair enough. I, do you think that Miramar is a lot better for that compared to Arantul? Or yeah, oh, I, oh, I wish, I wish we were playing Miramar. Same here, dude. Totally honest. <laughs> I don't, I don't know why it's not. I people are. We had a big like vote on whether we were going to play Miramar or Erangel. Well, not really a vote, but it was kind of like just to see what the interest was. Um, apparently, most people said Erangel, but I think that's mainly just because they don't, you know, they haven't played as much on Miramar. But I think the actual map itself is 
is so much better than Erangel in so many different ways. Like, I mean, for one, the water. Like, water in Erangel is dumb. It's the, it's, <laughs> I reckon it's the worst part about that map is just how much fucking water there is. Yeah, it's a bit excessive, yeah. Yeah, and the circles always go to the water as well for some stupid reason. We, I think we had, we had, the first game we had last night, there were six teams in the water in the last two circles. <laughs> oh, I do remember. Yeah. It was oh, just boy. the most ridiculous thing ever. And I think you know, when I is... tuned in last night, yeah, I tuned in right as like one dude was driving, just pinging straight in, yeah, straight into the water, just mm. to rank tank for a little bit, I guess, because I think he was, I think he was the last one alive of his team. So his I know exactly just... who that was. Yeah, right. <laughs> I think water wouldn't be as bad. As, like I swear, in a patch note, they said bullets will now penetrate water. They they did. Fuck it's in there. The, the thing is, the dumbest part of this as well is that it's it's the shittest patch they've ever done. I reckon in terms of like changing things, so they didn't actually change anything. The only way you can shoot people in the water is if you use a really slow firing gun, like a pistol or an SMG. Yep. If you yep. use an assault rifle or a sniper or anything like that, it doesn't penetrate the water. Right? And it says that as well. <laughs> the, the slower the bullet velocity, the further it penetrates the water. Yeah. But, you know, yes. you get to these games, who the fuck's carrying a pistol around? Who's carrying an SMG? You know, you obviously would want, like, an assault rifle and a sniper rifle. That's uh, one of the most you. ideal combinations. And so you're trying to shoot these people in the water, and it's just not working. I got to watch someone last night trying to shoot a guy in the water with an AK for five minutes, and he was not hitting him at all. Yeesh. It's the dumbest patch. They Does tried that... to make the game too realistic. Does that make the pistol worth picking up, then? Or is it still not worth it, because you still have to... I mean, you can pick up a uh, R1975 or whatever the fuck it is and still too still fast. be able to share ammo. What, really? Yeah, the bullet velocity on the revolver is still too fast. That's crazy. So is it yeah. basically 9 mil only? 9 mil and 45 ACPs, yeah. Getting you have to hit them like 10 times as well. That's yeah. going to be boring. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I just, I reckon they should have made bullets penetrate. Because, like, I mean, you know, it's people in the top of the water the whole time anyway. It's not, you don't really shoot people when they go under the water. I'm pretty sure a bullet can go through five centimeters of water to hit someone. Definitely. It's just, I don't know. That one grinded my gears yesterday. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. Yeah. Uh, yeah, fair enough. Um, so... Uh, I, I think the, the the direct question I was asking is, uh, do you have a favorite building though? Like oh, uh, favorite building? Yeah. Huh? Like if if it was in the last circle and you managed to get to it, you got to a little compound. There were three different buildings. Which like which one would you prefer to be in? You know, the fucking tower thing, the garage, one of those okay, so like the, yellow the, buildings. The, the like building itself, not so much uh, where it's positioned or anything. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, okay. Um. I reckon oh, probably one of the a sugar cube would be pretty good. Yeah. You know what a sugar cube is? No. no. Okay, sugar cubes are, you know Georgia Pole, the front six and the back six? Yes. Yeah, they're all sugar cubes. Um, so the kind of buildings that have the you know, they're two, two stories you can get on the roof and it's only like the tiniest, thinnest bloody staircase to get up to the second level. Because oh, yeah. you, you just need one person aiming down those stairs and then you can have three people doing whatever the hell they want really. It's it's not an easy building to throw grenades into properly. There's too many places to hide around where you can dodge them. There's lots of little corners and nooks and crannies, and then you can also climb onto the roof, which helps as well. Yeah, you've got those staircases where you can just one. smash people if they do come in as well. Exactly. Like, I mean, because you can hear them when they're coming up the stairs, so you don't even need to peek. You just yeah. peek as soon as they're 
you just pre-fire pretty much as soon as they come up the stairs and you can take out a full squad before they can get to the top <laughs> yeah yes, that's my opinion though. I don't know about Niff Niff's probably got Niff no, probably no, likes no. the shit chat no 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 I like the bathrooms just, just, just the bathrooms any building no no I definitely agree man the cubes you know you can, you know you can climb onto the medicine cabinets yes in bathrooms it's the dumbest shit ever eh <laughs> you just yeah. jump on the jump on the toilet, jump on the medicine cabinet, and then you're just standing above the doors as people walk in. That's gross. It's, <laughs> it's amazing. It's hilarious. I I, uh, I have a good video of a uh, time Nate, uh, another a mate of mine, Nate and uh, sorry Nathan and I were uh, playing. We both had to go to the toilet at the same time, so we hid in a bathroom, <laughs> lay down on the floor, and oh, uh, and this uh, squad. These two different duos roll in, uh, and one of them hides in our house, uh, but didn't check the bathroom. They never checked the bathroom, <laughs> and uh, so we opened the door, and I murdered both of them. It was fucking amazing. They must have shit that- their pants because you can see one of them like flick in every single fucking direction as soon as we started shooting because he had no idea. It was spectacular. Anyway, that's why I always check. Solid bathrooms. tactic. Oh yeah. Always check your buildings. <laughs> yeah, I had to cut. I heard them because I I've got wireless heads uh, headphones, and so I was I had leave my headphones on while I'm peeing, and I heard them come in. I'm like fuck, fuck, and I cut off midstream, <laughs> and I pinged it back to my desk, but they didn't come in. And uh, yeah, Nate, Nate didn't give a fuck. Nate just fucking came back at his own leisure. He's like, yeah, I heard them coming in, but. Uh, I wasn't. I wasn't wrapping up quick. So um, yeah. Anyway, good times. Yeah. Good times. I think one of my favorite, uh, one of my favorite clips that I ever got for myself. Me and my full team were just chilling outside one of these sugar cubes in a random place. We were there for probably a good five minutes. There were a few circle changes, and I was like, "All right, I'm going to go onto the roof." I walk in there, go up the stairs, and there's a dude at the top of the stairs, and he just starts spraying me down. And I'm like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> like, you really got to check your buildings. That's when I realized that, you know, you check your buildings as soon as you can because we were there for so long without realizing. Was you know, this in matchmaking or like... Yeah, this was just regular matchmaking. Like, oh, just ran God. up the stairs and some guy starts pre-firing me and I'm like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> Horrifying. Ah, uh, gold. Um, you guys were talking about like uh, things you don't like at the moment, like the bullet penetration issues and that sort of stuff. Is there um, like I know for me, I've been talking about since the game first came out that like the blue zone damage. I think that they um, uh, they need to change that, and it sounds like they're going to by um, making the the zone come in a bit slower, but take a lot more damage, and that's like exactly the two things Job and I have been talking about since the game came out because. You have people sort of sitting in the blue zone, healing and just coming in behind you, that sort of shit. Like, do you guys think that's a good change or what are your thoughts on, on that sort of um, test patch that's in the, in progress at the moment? Test, that's, is that, I, I didn't know about that patch. Oh, and I yeah, know that in uh, Awesome, to the tournament, uh, it mm. has the same settings. It's got the slower circle, more damage. So end game, you can actually tactically move instead of being like, fuck, guys, the yeah. circle's coming. Let's just run straight in and we get fucked. <laughs> well, game over. And they did it. They've been doing it in CG. Like last night, we played on those settings and it, it just has so much room for maneuverability. It is, it's beautiful. I really enjoy it. Were those settings, were the circles, like, was the circle speed slower? I'm pretty sure, yeah. Pretty sure they were trying I, to mimic Awesome. 
Well, yeah, that's what I thought they were doing that as well, but it felt so much fucking faster. And to be fair, I was also swimming from one side of Aaron Good. That might have just been placebo, but yeah, no, nah, I mean, I think definitely, yeah, I think they are trying to copy Awesome. I think Awesome's probably going to take, is going to be how they're going to do it for now. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I've always thought that the surf has always just been a bit too fast. Like, you shouldn't really be. Like you should be worried about the circle, but you shouldn't have to be running from it. I feel like you should be. It should be really quite. It should be a lot slower when it's coming in, um, so that you can move in. And if you get into one of those fights, you know you can still actually fight instead of just being like, "Oh fuck, the circle's behind me. Let's just take a shit ton of bullets while we run." Uh, I just, uh, yeah, I don't know. I feel like the circle does need to change a fair bit. It'd be nice if it changed in matchmaking. Um, yeah. It'd be a good way to practice everything because, kind of, you know, as I said, jumped into the game yesterday and was shitting myself as I swam through the water. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which I also found out for the first time last night that you can bandage in the water. Didn't know that. I um, realised that since wait, one what? Point came out. <laughs> oh, I, uh, what? Can, I didn't. What? Yeah. I think you I've can, tried that. Uh, yeah, oh. you can. You can bandage in water. Wow. Like underwater, submerged. Un- underwater. Well, not. Oh, I don't know about underwater, but while you're like in the water, you floating. Can bandage, yeah. Right. Yeah, like floating. You can. You can That's bend. crazy. I found that out as I had about five health left. So as soon as he said yeah, I pressed nine. <laughs> it's just like vanish, 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 and it saved my life. Didn't make much wow. of a difference, but huh. yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. I did. Yeah, I had no idea. That's that makes a... things even worse and competitive. People just hiding in the water now, healing through that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's horrible. The water just needs to go, I reckon. Fuck it. What, fuck the water. You, you think it should be lava? Skis, or you something? don't need goat boats. I think it just needs to fuck off. <laughs> just give us a landlocked place. Maybe put a lake in it. You know, I don't know. Make it like Fortnite. Give us a lake, but then make water absolutely fucking irrelevant. What if it's ice? It just freezes over. Perfect. Yeah. Yeah, that works because then you don't have to swim. Wait, do you mean like, you mean like when you swim, it freezes over? Or. No, it's just it's just frozen over. Everything's just ice. Oh, yeah. no, you get ice skates, maybe. Yeah, get ice skates. Pretty cool. Get one of those snowmobiles. Yep. I hope they bring out a snow map. Me too. Because I'm I'm super duper colorblind, so just having white would be nice. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Yeah, we've got we've got one of our friends um, who has a bit of issues seeing the colors as well, and. I guess when they introduced the um, the coloured pins and that sort of stuff, that kind of threw him off a bit with us saying, like, we're going to blue and he or green. He'd be like, which one is that? Like, is that the sort of issues you're having as well, where certain things, um, like those not, pins not aren't so easy much, to see? Not so going to other grey. They, they, they fixed it a bit more now. Um, one thing I didn't understand is, you know, they brought out the colorblind modes, so mm, you could yeah. change, you could change like Protonopia or Doterinopia or whatever you wanted. Um, that changed the pin color. Yeah. But so it's it didn't different. change it, like yeah, but it didn't make like you know red a darker red or anything. It made like red yellow. So you know you'd you'd have this you'd have this colorblind setting. Like I'd be on colorblind setting, I'd be like, let's go to yellow, and they'd be like, okay, and they'd fuck off in a random direction because on their screen a different pin is yellow compared to mine. Yeah, but they they didn't actually fix the colorblind aspect of it. They just changed the colors to just random colors. So you know that was a mission for a while. I'd have to just be like, <laughs> oh, who's making the fucking pin? Like, I can't tell. Yeah, are there numbers on them yet? I don't remember. Yeah, well, no, not on the no, markers themselves, no. but you can, 
you can sort of match them up. You can match the color to the number. I don't know how color blindness color works. Color, no, like then there's no, numbers. I mean, oh yeah, there are numbers. Aren't there? There's numbers next yeah, to your on, name. on the names, yeah, but your not name, on yeah. the pins themselves. Yeah, yeah. I suppose yeah. that does help. I guess, like, it, I guess it would, but again, like, yeah, I don't know. My eyes work, so it's hard to tell. Ah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay. Cool. Uh, speaking of zones, red zone. Yay. Nay. Hey. Fuck off. I literally think I'm <laughs> going to go get a hearing aid in a fucking month because my like dropping Picardo and Pachinki every game, dude. Red zone. Red zone. Red zone. Yeah. Red- oh my god. Delete it. Like, like I get why they left it in because it is an homage to Battle Royale. Sure. Um. But in, for a competitive, even not even a competitive, not just even. for like matchmaking, it's kind of fucking pointless. It's just, you know, it's like to make a game like this good, you kind of want to reduce the RNG as much as you can, not give it more. Like yep. it's it's pretty much just, oh, you know, let's drop random bombs just for a laugh, see yeah. what happens. You, you know, you drive through, your car blows up, your whole squad's dead, and it's like, oh, this is a fun game to play. Yeah. You go play Fortnite. <laughs> <laughs> I was. Um, uh, we co- we used to call them Pachinki bombs back when Erangel was the only map. Yes, we were landing yeah. Pachinki, and they'd just be Pachinki. Pretty pretty infuriating. Uh, yeah, I've hated them forever. I, I think they absolutely need to go. It's not just about the RNG; it's about the pacing that it does, like the way it affects the pacing of every single game. You know, the, the, it's too too big a downtime to like be affected by like it feels like a real setback if yeah, yeah. uh i remember playing actually one of uh stabby's community uh custom games and uh whoever the sub was who got to pick uh voted for maximum red zones it was the fucking worst game I've ever encountered in my entire life. The red zone was like three times the size of a regular zone, and it must have lasted for three fucking minutes. And I landed in one. Basically. Was your game muted the whole time? Yeah, I had to. I had to turn off the sound. Like I had to. Turn, I had to control M that shit because. <laughs> What the fuck else was I going to do? And just as it was ending, some dude run into the fucking house that I was hiding in with no weapons because I hadn't managed to get to a weapon yet because I'd landed <laughs> and there was a red zone immediately. And he ran in through the red and shot me with a shotgun. And that was the end of my game. So I got to sit there fucking two and a half minutes waiting for bombs to finish dropping. And then I got shot by a shotgun. It was fucking awful. But like watching it afterwards was the fucking worst as well because it just it was just nonstop garbage. Yeah, yeah. fuck the red zone. Yeah, I, I think oh, for I me, I, I think I, I'm sorry. You go. I was just going to say that um, I, like I've played about eight hundred eight hundred hours of the game, and I think I've died once to the red zone. It, it just doesn't add anything other than <laughs> like once. noise, like noise cover. That's about it. I remember the time Luke died to the red zone as well. And it was, he ran outside because he was convinced that they couldn't hit him. And two hit him in a row. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. Uh, red, red zone's a horrible man. I think, yeah. I, yeah. I, think I, um, I, I never die to a red zone. Like, I, I, you know, I'll run through a red zone. I won't get killed. But as soon as it's a red zone while I'm inside a building, I'll get killed inside the fucking building. And yeah. I don't understand it. I don't quite get how they, like, 
like how they've coded it so that you know it's just like oh you know Linksy's inside a sniper tower let's fuck him with a red zone and it's like I just don't understand like you're meant to be able to hide in buildings but there's still those those times where you'll be hiding in a building from a red zone it'll still kill you it's just uh, yeah, it's, it. it's line of sight to explosions right all explosions in yeah. PUBG operate entirely of line of sight which means if you can put like it's like the um, the diva explosion from um, Overwatch right if you can put literally pixels of anything between you and the pinpoint of the explosion you will be safe Obviously, it's, you know, not super easy to do, but it accounts for, like, glass on windows counts uh, for the first time anyway. Once they're exploded, they don't count anymore. Uh, but, yeah, every everything, uh, like a leg on a table will count. Uh, do teammates in a room? Um, <laughs> I don't think teammates do. That is a shame. <laughs> um, yeah, but, uh, yeah, like any static object, object in the game counts to block all explosions. I hid behind a uh a dining table chair from a grenade uh that should have definitely 100 percent exploded me and i had to watch the replay back to find out why i didn't die and if i was the person who'd thrown that grenade i would have been very fucking upset uh but yeah yeah so pinpoint accuracy on that uh on that explosion will save you so if you're looking out the window that's why you're dying <laughs> and now you know good to know yeah. um so i've got two sort of questions in regards to that there was a suggestion on reddit the other day about changing the red zone to more like a dynamic weather thing where like a fog kind of rolls into a specific area um sort of how how do you guys feel about that sort of thing but also they removed weather uh during the 1.0 patch what are your thoughts on like just the fog and rain in general because i kind of i enjoyed the occasional odd fog map it was kind of fun and like the rain as much as it was annoying, you kind of use that for, you know, to sneak up on buildings where you knew people were kind of hiding. Like, it made for an interesting sort of um, dynamic in there or some some gameplay changes. But, yeah, for whatever reason, they've, they've removed that, I think, due to performance problems. But, like, how do you guys feel about, you know, changes to either changing the way the red zone works or just removing it completely, do you think? Well, I mean... I would have been... I like rain. I like fog. I like the ideas of them, but they made them too extreme. Like, you know, rain, you, you'd you pretty much have your game muted the whole time just because of how bloody loud it was, but the actual gameplay aspect of it was fun. Like, it was good. It was, you know, something new, something fresh. It was just too loud. Hmm. And it, it, obviously, there were the performance issues as well. Um, but I honestly reckon if they turned the rain down, like the sound of the rain down, which they probably could have easily done, that would have been an awesome game mode. And the same goes with the fog again. Like if they'd made the fog a bit more visible to see through, it would have been good fun. Like, you know, don't make it so that it's impossible to see through and don't make it so that it's impossible to hear. Just make it harder. And you've got a good game mode. Like you've got a fun weather dynamic, but instead they just dialed it up to 100. And I didn't quite understand it. To touch on the uh, red zone thing, I think, so basically, in my opinion, the red zone, I guess its purpose would to be to prevent people from camping. But what do people do when a fucking red zone rolls in? Yeah. Camp. Yeah, camp. It yeah. should be something that forces people out of buildings. Or like, some, like I don't know, I've like seen, seen people suggest toxic gas or something. I think right. that would yeah. be kind of interesting, but like... The, it's just, the algorithm to the red zone is so fucking poor that to yeah. force people to just sit inside a building the whole time and like it, it, it's yeah just delete it delete it blue hole I mean PUBG Corp 
<laughs> yep, they could I just agree. Uh, fully destructible buildings. That shit, you know, oh, complete totally. overhaul. <laughs> that just, would be. <laughs> that would be That'd the be most difficult thing in the world. To You'd never go to Chengdu again. No, at the end no, of the game, there'd no. be no building standing. Would yeah, everyone would, just, everyone would just drive cars and throw grenades and shit. <laughs> Fuck yeah, that's all I do. Jesus Christ. Did you do anyway, eh? It's just doesn't work out for you. <laughs> Fucking whatever. I, it was going to work out for me, okay? I, but I'm saddled with three idiots, okay? Who definitely listen to this podcast, so I take it back. Don't worry about it. You're not complete idiots. You just... Time you know. <laughs> um, no, look, shut up. Um, <laughs> that's all I got on that one. No, I, I think toxic gas or, I mean, if you, if you were to continue with the blue being an electric field, then you could make it just a randomly spawning electric field, make it a lot smaller, but like forcing that would force people out of their, their houses and like force people to shift uh, in situations where where they ne- like necessarily didn't want to, because like like you were saying, if like it is supposed to be an anti camping, that's how it operates in battle royale. Yeah, is as an anti camping technique. Yeah, uh, but like yeah, at the end of the day, because of the way like everything works in this game, that's just not what happens. If it was like some sort of fucking tiny randomly spawning uh, blue zone or something, and you know, it didn't always drop on the same fucking pachinki literally every single fucking game, like six times a game. Then yes, <laughs> it, it'd be it'd be like an interesting element uh, for to add to the game. Like maybe a little bit shit. Maybe like make it so that it can't kill you outright, or make it you have to sit in it the entire time for it to kill you outright. Which would mean that if you were like like intent on camping. Like, you'd at least have to waste resources to power through it, you know? You'd have to pop your fucking meds to power through it, at least. But, uh, yeah, uh, yeah, bombs are just pointless. They're so loud. They're so loud. They actually make my fucking headphones shake. That yeah, shouldn't be happening. Same. Yeah. That's ridiculous. That's uh, I will say, I, I do like Luke's, the thing Luke was saying about the weather stuff as well, though, just instead of red zones. But I just don't see... I wouldn't see the point in it. Hmm. Like, I mean, if they were going to add something in instead of red zones, they'd have to actually bring something to the game. That, like, because you know, red zones don't bring anything to the game; they just bring death yeah. and, yeah, you know, deafness. So they kind of, if it could, if they could put something in that would bring something to the game, like something that'd make the, um, you know, uh, yeah, as Neff was saying, like an anti-camping, like I don't know, something like that. That'd be pretty cool. But uh, unless they could figure something out like that, I don't see the point. Yeah. Nice. All right, what else we got? Um, what's your favorite vehicles? <laughs> uh, U.S. All right. Mm. Oh, it's not a motorbike. It's a bit strange. It's Minivan. <laughs> Minivan? Nah. The combi? <laughs> it's the tank, right? No, I agree. It's the tank. The tank yeah. U.S. <laughs> is by far superior. It's got, like, sick takeoff speeds. It's good for cover. And yep. it's green for camera. It's, yeah, it's real good. Yeah. It's the only problem with it is the gas guzzling. I mean, that's that's really the only downside. Like, you know, you got your bikes. The amount of times I've had a teammate kill himself on a fucking bike is ridiculous. Um, also, 
they're of no use to you in terms of cover, especially if you know you hop off a bike, you lie down to go behind it, and the fucking thing falls over. Falls over and yeah. kills you. Um, <laughs> yeah, it kills you exactly. Um, three we, we bikes were... are kind of useless as well. Like, I mean, they're obviously now that they fixed the glitch, they're less useless, but they're still yeah. not just not worth it. They're so hard to fucking control. Hmm. We were uh, we were pinging it away from Yasnea Poliana because the circle had sent it over Mill Island and uh, we'd found a bike and a buggy and while we're driving away we found a Yaz and uh, I shot the wheel out of the bike and it spun around real quick and it came so close to taking my legs out it was <laughs> terrifying it definitely could have it would have killed me 100% I think if it had actually managed to make contact um, but you know, dodge death. Don't worry about me. Uh, what about on on Miramar? Four wheel drives today's, I guess. The pickup trucks, or <laughs> I mean, Neville I mean, obviously if... picked. Already said he locked in the vans. No, 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 no. Let me change oh, that. It's too late. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, I, no, I reckon in Miramar, I actually, I, I'm a big fan of the bike in Miramar. Yeah. Yes. Like Erangel, the bike's kind of shit. Uh, Miramar, the bike's fucking awesome because like, the, the big reason why people use the U.S. and Erangel is for cover. Yeah, like you know, you you can stop it, you can pop out the wheels, and you, or you can even blow it up, and you've just got perfect cover there. Like people yep. can't shoot under it, people can't shoot you. Um, in Miramar, you don't really need that because there's so many deafies, there's so much cover already on the map. Um, and that's another reason why Miramar is just better than Erangel as well. It's just because you don't have to scrounge for a place to hide in Miramar. You know, it turns it into much more of a like a skill game you know who can aim better because there's so much cover to hide behind and so because of that you don't really need the cover of a pickup truck or a minivan you just want to use that bike get to where you want to go and then get into cover at least that's my opinion of it no i, I definitely agree because like especially in miramar there's the, the roads are generally camped and they are such tight chokes and if you go off-road with a, a pickup or a, a minivan if you're an idiot um then like <laughs> You just you're gonna get stuck on forty k's and you're gonna get killed. Like it's it's so bad, but yeah, the bike can just maneuver through the whole map. And as you said, there's so much terrain to just support you. Yeah, it's by far a superior vehicle in Miramar. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Um, don't the extra bumps make it a bit scarier? For yeah, no. but you gotta you gotta get once you get used to driving a bike, once you get used to pressing control space Q and E, like once you actually get the hang of it, it's actually really easy to not die on a bike. Um, um, the only um. time you ever really would die is if you hit a random bump that flung you, kind of. Hang on, control. What's control space Q and E do? You don't know? <laughs> Are you kidding me? It's for no. pitching. For pitching, what? yeah. You, have you never realised? Oh. Okay. Why would I press these buttons? We're gonna, Why would we're I gonna ever press them? You. This we're is how you do backflips. Yeah, so control, I don't do backflips. Control. Why would I want to do backflips? I'm trying not to die here. Okay, you go, press, do you press space to handbrake? Yeah. Do you press it when you're going over hills and stuff? No. Okay. Well, if you press space when you're going when you're in the air, if you yeah. press space, it tilts your bike backwards, and right. if you press control, it tilts your bike forwards. Jesus. And then if you press Q and E, it tilts it left and right. So if you're going over a big hill or if you've hit a bump or something and you know your bike's going horizontal, yeah. you can press E or Q to 
put it upright again and the same goes like if your bike's vertical and you're gonna die as soon as you land you can pitch it forward or backwards pressing control or space that's how you survive when you're driving around places that's what makes the bikes like bearable it's just a lot of people don't do it and then they flip out and die well yeah see this is what i'm saying i didn't know it and so i wasn't doing it and so you i just, just before say your driving's pretty godlike when you yeah I, my drive's got like without now imagine what it's gonna be like it's gonna be fucking <laughs> ken block and shit it's gonna be crazy uh yeah okay that's that's amazing well look you know we're learning shit we're learning some things i've only played the game for 750 hours so you know plenty of time to learn other things i'm sure it's fine it's a 1500 hour thing you'll get used to it uh, that's what it is right fair enough 15 um okay i'll, I'll ask uh, a question then if you've go, done nothing sure. um Obviously, the the cheating issue is something that's that's been going on for a while. But I feel like um, in the games that we're playing, in particular, it hasn't been as much of a problem um, recently. Like a couple of months back, it was at a stage where every like three or four games in a row, we'd get fucking picked off by some dude shooting us through a wall. But I don't know if it's because of matchmaking at the moment, or or if it's that they've cracked down quite a lot on it. Like, do you guys see the cheating as much? being people that played a lot more like the blatant cheating (laughs) yeah cheats are i think i think they're optimized for third person or something because there is like there's no cheaters in first person you run into one maybe one in a hundred games that's just what i've experienced yeah yeah i'd be i'd be the same i don't often see cheaters um yeah i really think i mean you you drop into a third person game you signing your own death warrant but yes this person they're not they're just not as common uh, i think also probably part of the reason is just because obviously you know it's if you've got an aim bot or whatever it is i'm assuming it's if you see someone you know you lock on and you headshot them in first person you've got that limited field of view whereas in third person you can 360 all the time and then just lock on and shoot someone wherever the fuck they are so i think most people who do cheat probably stay on third person um, I wish they'd fuck off in general. Yeah. But yes. no, you're never going to be able to get people to stop hacking. I mean, we've had a few people from <laughs> teams that have been banned because they're hacking. Like, not, not from, like, organizations, but just from, like, you know, CG players hmm. who've been accused and caught out for being hackers. And so they're definitely there. It's just finding them. That's yeah. Yeah. And I guess it could be the stuff that's not quite as obvious, like the uh, having a, a secondary screen with map information or like not necessarily things like no recoil or ESP, um, yeah. you know, aimbotting stuff, but just feeding you information of, of where people are and that sort of stuff. It, it, it's a bit harder to, to find that sort of thing. Um, yeah. Yeah, that's a scary one. I mean, I mean, there could be people doing it right now in Cybergame and we just, we've got no idea. Yeah. Yeah, like especially yeah, especially the the really subtle ESP ones, I think are yeah hard to hard to catch. Um, one of the things I was going to say is uh, the reason that third person might be more common for cheaters is um, don't I, I believe that they aim from different positions, third and first person. You aim from different positions when you're aiming. Yeah, they do. Uh, and same with hip fire and ADS. So it might be that the 
the cheats are coded for third person specifically, and that's why you wind up seeing a lot more, or the you know the free ones and whatnot. I fucking um, hope they don't code them for first. <laughs> well, I, I, I get like for the many reasons that you already said. I think the you know it's unlikely that it had become too big a deal anyway in first just because I yeah mean, they've banned a ridiculous amount like I yeah. mean first person's probably almost easier to tell as well if someone's hacking because they just you know that's not that third person especially like map apps map hacks or ESP yeah. probably be a bit easier to see in first but um yeah I mean there's always going to be hackers yeah there is yeah. um one of the one of the big things that I found changed because uh, I I got into a bit of a, a accusation uh, phase where I was just you know anytime anything slightly sus happened I'd uh, I'd be like oh, fuck that probably hacking whatever and it's the same sort of attitude that uh, wound up killing Daisy the mod for me as well you know you, you get this sort of uh, this situation where hackers are so fucking ubiquitous that. You're just like, you know what, fuck it. Any, anyone who does anything remotely sus is probably fucking hacking, and I'm so tired of the hackers, so I quit Daisy. Um, yeah, so that was, that was sort of... I was getting in getting that way with PUBG as well, but the release of the replay system uh, really allowed me to, to change how I approach that because suddenly I could really dive into what has happened. Like, situations where I'm like, there's no fucking way that person could have known like that I was there I didn't make any sound how the fuck do they do this and then you're uh you go there and they've been sitting outside the fucking house for like fucking four minutes so sure you didn't make any sound for 60 seconds but because they've been outside there for fucking ever yeah uh that's how they knew you were up there they they, you know they've just been paying attention and (laughs) being pretty patient and shit like that on the other hand I've caught a couple of like blatant fucking really really obvious esp hackers and shit and you can very very easily see when you assume their perspective you can see that they're clearly uh using esp they're not using aimbots but like guys who are following where you are through hills or who pop up over a fucking crest to take a shot at you uh just as you're about to crest something Uh, but as it turns out there's uh there's another hill in the way and so they've aimed down sights because they're certain you're about to well they're pre-fired even into a hill because they're certain you're about to be in their line of sight but there's another obstacle in their way that they didn't see and they're fucked up because they're, yeah. they're so lasered in on their ESP bullshit hmm. and so yeah I think replays have been do you guys use replays like uh, sports tape like like tape for sports players or um, do you guys use VODs of Twitch streams and shit like that instead what do you reckon what's better for that replays I reckon yeah you only really yeah. watch replays when you die you just want to see your mistakes see what you could have done different really not not really anything else in the game matters yeah, yeah definitely yeah okay do you do you like hold on to your favourite replays I hold on to my favourite replays <laughs> replays where I jump over cars like a fucking um, gangster I've, I've got Nvidia shadow player so I just hold on to clips uh, more yeah. so than replays Probably should start holding on to replays, but we can lock them. I uh, yeah, I had yeah. a, I, I I talked about this the other week, but uh, I was playing in the custom games, uh, Stabby's custom games, and he was playing snipers and traits only, yeah. and uh, I went through three fucking circles 
without any weapons. Yeah, uh, I wish he'd stop doing those ones. <laughs> <laughs> like, that one in particular is, like, super rough. Uh, LMGs uh, in crates is super rough. Oh, my lord. You uh, and I played in that one. That didn't yeah, go very well. That was awful. You um, guys played the sniper rifle one the other day, right? And there was, like, a Marquet in one of them, and Lenny Linksy got lit up. Oh, yeah, the fucking... The crates, you wind up, like... You wind up against people with fucking full assault rifles like the Org and the Mark 17 <laughs> and all that kind of shit. Oh, the Mark yeah. 17 sniper, but whatever. And yeah, you're just, you're like, well, this is snipers, so we're all good, but <laughs> surprise! Yeah, that we're was me and, me and Squirrel were playing, <laughs> and we went up against the MK14, and I was just like, well, this is a fun game that's on full order. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I love custom games, though. It's good stuff. Yeah, they're good. Yep. Uh, do you guys have any superstitions about areas in the map, or or locations, or weapons that you you know you you never pick up a uh, pump action because you had a bad experience, so you always get the double barrel if you can, or uh, never use a car ninety eight because you feel like you can't hit with it, so you go with a uh, uh, SKS instead, or, or whatever. Car ninety eight, so I don't have that one. <laughs> The reverse as well, you know. We um, ditch, ditch something for an alternative outside of, uh, I guess, skill-based preference and into more of the realm of, like, actual, you know, superstition. Uh, you like, never have, a, never have an AK unless you have a comp. If you're yeah. going to be spraying it late yep. game and yep. games yep. that... AK is good, I feel like, for close quarters, like like next to the person. <laughs> but otherwise, it's just... Oh, I, I I asked um, Player Unknown, like, when he was down at PAX, uh, in one of my interviews, like, how he felt the AK was at the moment, because it was just after the nerf, and I, I hated it. Um, and it's been a good five months, maybe, since that yeah. patch, and it's still fucked. I don't know what their plans are for it, but it, it, something needs to be done about it. You know, they can't take it back to what it was because it was ridiculously oh, it broken. It was, <laughs> it was by far the best assault rifle when the game first came out. Like you, you'd be able to use it in any situation. You just spray yep. people down. It was ri- ridiculous. Yeah. Now it's like a for me, it's M16 or M4. Like if if there's an M4 around, I'll take that. But yeah, I, I try and M4 ditch an AK. Amazing. Mm, yeah, M4 it. is amazing. Scar's good as well. Yeah. Scar is also a good gun. I think M16, yeah. a lot of people don't really like the M16 at the moment since it got nerfed. Oh, um, I love it. I know, oh, I love it. Don't get yeah. me wrong, I love it. But I know a lot of people who won't pick it up anymore just because they're like, oh, you know, that's shit. But like, Actually, you should, I reckon if you, chuck a, yeah, if you chuck a comp on that, it's insane. Yeah. Like, there's no bounce at all. You can, spray, you can like, tap fire people with a four times from 100 meters away just continuously with a comp it's awesome hmm. I, the, I, the burst fire on that thing's a beast up close yeah yeah it is good as well definitely um, and also I think that also it kind of is replacing the mini a little bit just because the mini's become so useless hmm. like the only the only real improvement that the mini has over the M16 is that you can chuck the eight times on it yep the rate of fire nerf just deleted it yep and the damage, mm-hmm. the ballistics overhaul, six shots for a level three vest. Don't even get me started. <laughs> oh. I saw, they buffed the car 98, right? They buffed the damage, right? 
Yeah, they buff the damage. Um, I, well, I don't know if they... I think they increase the speed of the bullet, like the velocity of the bullet, so it, it does more damage at distance than other guns does. Okay. I don't, I don't I know. know if they change the damage as much. Because I don't know sure. you're a good shot with the car 98, you're a machine. And uh, how many times have you car 98 is on with a T3 vest four times to knock them? Yeah, four times, times in a row. Too many times. What, what is that? Fucking yeah. buff the damage, they were, please. They were meant to change that, I'm pretty sure. It, it was... I Originally, what I thought was happening was they were making it three shots with a car 98 takes out a level three vest and then two takes out a level two. That'd be good. Hasn't hasn't done that. It's pretty, no. pretty 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 easy to see that they hasn't done that. Um, I reckon that's what it should do. A level three vest should not stop fucking four shots of a car ninety eight. But I mean, they did increase the damage to helmets and stuff for snipers, which was good. The um, damage modifier. Yeah, I think that was a good good add. That's how it should be. But um, yeah, but yeah, I don't know. I think also <clears throat> level three helmets should just not be a thing that you find on the ground. I think, crates I only. I, yeah, I reckon crates only. I saw someone post that on Twitter. Do, do you agree with that? Yeah, I agree with that. I think it just... Like, I can see that, or at least make them way rarer than they are. Like, rarer than the level 3 vest, just because a level 3 helmet is unreal. Best like, item in the game. Yeah, best yeah. item in the game is the level 3 helmet. By far. Yeah. Like, Especially from a sniper's point of view, is that it changes your whole dynamic. Like the amount of times, because uh, when I snipe, I I kind of counter snipe more than aggressive snipe. So I'll find someone and if, I'll, you know I'll take a shot at them, la la la. Um, but where I find my strength is that I'll stand still with a level three helmet and to bait them out into shooting me. And then as soon as they go to take the shot at me, that's when I get my shot on them. And because I've got a level three helmet, I can survive the shot, whereas they can't. Yeah. So like, like they'll either hit me or they'll miss me, but it's the fact that I can bait someone out into taking that shot, which makes it easier to shoot them because obviously no one shoots while they're moving. And yeah. like, if you know, if you don't have a level three, you can't do that. Yeah, I agree. Especially when you get to end game and it's like a a three v four, and you look at the enemy squad and you're like, yeah, Makar ninety eight, this guy, and what the fuck? They all have T three helmets. You can't yeah. get a knock. You can't make a move. It's just yeah, it's stalemate. I played a game yesterday and it was me and my mate versus four people and I saw all four of them over by like a shit shack. I had an M24 and they all had level three helmets and I was just like, fuck it, put yep. the M24 back and grabbed an orb instead. Yep. It's just, uh, it's dumb. Like they shouldn't be that common. They really shouldn't be that common. Yeah. And I think I, also, I, I think at least if, if they are going to leave it that common, Shooting the level three helmet with a Khan on EA or an M24 or something should take the helmet off. It shouldn't take off half the health of the helmet. The helmet should be broken. It should. Like, yeah. It doesn't have to kill you, but it should be gone. I agree. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. I mean, yeah, I, I don't think they should be crate only necessarily, but I, I do think they could definitely be less common. I, there have been a number of games lately when we've all been rolling around with level three helmets, and it does seem a little bit ridiculous uh especially like you land in milter and everyone's got fucking level three helmets you're like hey i'm happy this is working out well for us but uh <laughs> probably shouldn't be this way you know um but you're yeah. just saying that because we don't go crate hunting <laughs> that's very true i <laughs> we absolutely don't go crate hunting what do you guys think crate hunting about crate hunting yes or no i like it like i yeah. think it's it's a good risk risk versus reward 
like um you know if you want to go get those really good guns you got to face the fact that you'll probably be fighting other people or you might be getting baited yep. but then you get really good guns i think the m249 should fuck off <laughs> from the crates i think right i think it's kind of useless compared to everything else but um but it can't like, be the, not in the crate the, it can't be what sir it can't not be in the crate though. yeah no that's my point yeah it can't right, not so be in just the crate but, <laughs> yes just get rid of it oh um, god <laughs> i don't know just yeah it, it's is, the crate is the car 98 still in the crate no, no, they don't, no. Yeah. yeah well at least they fixed that uh-huh. Well, at least they fixed the VSS and the Tommy. That was yeah. fucking retarded. Why they had the VSS? <laughs> Tommy gun is 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 still a gun that I just do not pick up unless it's <laughs> desperate. To be fair, when the Tommy gun was in the crates, it was a fucking amazing gun. Like it was a real good gun. But now it is the most useless piece of shit. Yeah. <laughs> You like the amount of times it's been like the only weapon available to me, and I'll I'll just be like I, like a fifty fifty, and you just lose. Even though you feel like you've done everything correct, <laughs> you still just lose to some dude with a fucking clock or something. Like the mistake you made was picking up the Tommy gun. Yeah, yeah. He, he got news. Should have tried to punch him. <laughs> if, if you do ever have to pick up a Tommy gun, never aim down sight. <laughs> just don't do it. It's, it's just hold down, right click, and pray. <laughs> Start firing. As soon as you aim down sight, you're fucked. <laughs> I mean, you're fucked anyway, but. <laughs> Um, so you guys are playing, sounds like, some competitive games at the moment. How are you kind of finding the, the way the point system is set up at the moment in terms of kills versus placements? Do you think it's in a good spot or it could do with some, some more work? Yeah, I think it's good. I think that they bring in a rule where you don't get points for kills unless you place over top 14, which there's 18 teams in the server. I'm not right. sure why they even added that. Like, what is that going to do? I, I just don't understand. Just you place... really, really kick in the guts of the people who <laughs> fall out yeah. of the, who dive in the... Like, yeah, I didn't, I didn't really see the point in that ad. Like, I mean, you know, killing someone in a game like that is a challenge. Like, a, yes. every every fight you take is hard because the people you're versing are good players. Like, yeah. you you gotta you really got to be careful. And I just... I think if you do get into a fight, you know, you get into one of those early fights, say, <clears throat> say like, three squads drop Pachinki, you kill one squad, and then you get killed by the other squad. You know, you've put in a good effort. You should be getting points for that shit. You shouldn't be getting nothing. Yeah. I, I just don't see the reason for it. Like, I mean, obviously, placement is more important than kills it's how it should be it's a survival gun but um yeah I just don't see why they took it away I don't think you should be like not getting points for kills at any point because kills are the only way for them to sort of even out the concept of rank tanking so exactly yeah I, I don't know I feel like if you yeah if you are going to go out early any points you can fucking get are still like it's still action right at the end of the day right it is a survival game but the only way but the only way it like survives as an esport is uh viewability you know because uh, if people don't want to watch it for the you know the chunk in the middle that is generally a little bit tedious um if if there's a 10 minute section where people are just sort of bored uh then it's it does like it limits the chances that it has to continue to be successful it's uh you, you see it a fair bit like 
and you see other games like Dota and LOL retool themselves so that the laning phase is more interesting, right? So that it's, it's more like there's more possibilities for action. Um, and I think if they were to retool it so that kills were worth points at all times, uh, at, but also worth more points, again, it's a balancing act. You've got to, you absolutely have to make it so that winning is worth everything. But yeah, if they make it so that maybe you go fucking super, super aggressive, you, you know, the only way you're going to catch first place is to go super aggressive. So you do it, you go fucking, you hot drop and see what you can put together. You know, that sort of risky play should be absolutely rewarded better than it is at the moment, in my opinion. But yeah, I, I don't know. Taking it away, taking away points for people who die early, it seems like a step in the opposite direction. I don't know. Yeah. Um, you go, Lexi. Oh. Go. Thanks. No? No. Yeah. <laughs> I, thought, I thought someone said, yeah. So I should stop. Um, Fair enough. I'll, I'll keep asking. Uh, there seems to be a pretty good seen in Oceana that that sort of region what's what's with all the kiwis what what the fuck is going on why are they all so good no they're just overrated <laughs> oh, Mike just would Jeez. not turn back on there oh okay Come <laughs> down, <didn't you>? uh, <laughs> <laughs> maybe uh, we're just better players you're than you no know. you're the ex- Linksy. I, I, I think you're good Don't well we got we got all like extrude as well extrude's bloody good yep there's, there's a few Kiwis. I mean, definitely some that I don't rate too highly. Not going to oh, say the names. Name oh, let's do it. Start beef. Ah, we're not going to do that. Zoid? Um, <laughs> Zoid's an Australian. Is he? Yeah. Oh, yeah, a Kiwi. <laughs> there's a shit. Oh, Pekin. Um, Pekin's <laughs> also the... Australian. Is he? I don't know. Oh, I'm trying to think. Racist. No, I can... Like, I mean... I reckon there's definitely some good Kiwis. Like Blackout's a good, like he's a Kiwi. He's okay. bloody good. Um, Electric and my team's Kiwi. He's good. There's definitely good Kiwis. I think there's definitely more Australians. Yeah. Maybe maybe we're just the better better race, better breed. What's the? I don't know what I'm getting at here. The better something, he better nationality. Specifically said at the start of this, no how racism. is that racism? He specifically <laughs> said you're not allowed to be racist. How is it's that racism? Literally it's one a, rule, and it's you're Australians. Not to be you're not a race. <laughs> we, we'd all, like to be. You're all yeah. convicts anyway. <laughs> Yeah. How, how do we like? How do how do the Australian New Zealand scene? How do we get noticed in terms of these like big competitions that are doing overseas? I think there's is there one coming up soon where we get a placement? Um, Star letter. Yeah. Do you think we like know. we don't know who's going? But is that is that just the Australian New Zealand area, or is that also some of the other, or is that Asia in total? I think it's yeah. just Australia New Zealand mainly. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, um, there is definitely a team going. Apparently, according to someone, they've already been selected. I don't know if that's true. Right. Um, I don't know who it is, but uh, but yeah. So hopefully they'll pull through and do pretty well. Otherwise, it's going to be a bit of a bit of a bad bad look for the oceanic scene. Have you guys played competitive games before? Uh, like games competitively to this level before? Either yeah. of them. Uh, I played Overwatch for a while. I was not the greatest, but we're still a Division One team. We're on the bottom of Division One for a long time, but yeah, just Overwatch. I guess you've seen the well. You've seen you've seen it like similar stuff happen 
than you know with Overwatch. I mean, Blank uh, went overseas and did pretty well. Oh, uh, mate, Blank are insane in Taiwan. Um, but uh, when you know, obviously, as as Team Australia, uh, they they didn't do as well. Um, that doesn't really hurt the scene, does it? It doesn't ultimately hurt the oceanic scene because well, it, 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 the opposite really happens. Uh, they come back with experience against like teams that have a lot more high-level experience and, and everyone grows as a result. And I think it, PUBG is probably a game where the that is... like That ability to share that growth, that experience, is even more viable than, than other games because... A game like Overwatch or League of Legends or Dota, you've only got two teams on the field at any one time. So there's only two, no, there's only one learning experience really at, at, in any game, apart from obviously watching VODs. But yep. in PUBG, you know, you've got fucking stacks of teams all clustered in, all going ham. So yeah, it's a little bit more viable to learn as you go because you get to see their experience play out against so many different other teams, which is a good thing, you know? So I think, you know, it doesn't really matter who winds up going. Uh, it'll definitely grow the scene no matter what. Well, provided they take it seriously, but obviously they will. Um, yeah, I think, I think it's awesome. I don't know. Um, <laughs> and obviously, hopefully, we smash. So that's... that's yeah, I mean, it's, it's a brand new game, really, as well. It hasn't yeah. even been out for a year, so... Yeah. To, get, to have already... Like, to already have an Oceanic team going over for Starlet is pretty cool. Yeah. Oh, definitely. We always fall behind in every game, so it's, yeah. yeah, it's amazing. Hmm. Um, all right, let's wrap this up. Uh, we can do that. with some questions about where you'd like PUBG to go. What would you like? What's your pie in the sky dream for the next big patch for PUBG? What do you What do you want to see happen? <laughs> what do you want to see added? Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> I'll throw some things Say. out there. So they're no. like they're talking about the region locking stuff. Um, yep. I'm interested to kind of see how they implement that because I think there is a problem um, in our region, at least, with with people from other countries jumping in, and obviously because of the way the network is is handled on the game, you get a lot of shady shit happening where you're killed behind a wall and stuff like that. Um, I'm also curious to see how they're going to handle this map selection. Um, I, I like it the way it's set up at the moment. I don't think there should be an option to choose a map, um, mainly because that's going to, again, split the community. We've seen it with other competitive games where a map shows up and people just want to play the same one over and over again um, or it just completely kills that game. Stuff like it's happened with Battlefront. Yeah. Um, so I think they're two things that I'm interested <clears throat> to see how they kind of proceed with. But I don't know about gameplay changes. Like, what do they kind of do with that? I would, I would like to see them revamp Erango. Yeah, I like to see them kind of make it a bit more like Miramar. They're, they're kind of doing it a little bit. Like, you know, they added that forest near Mansion so that there's not that huge open field. I just like to, I'd like it to be like Miramar, where you can be almost anywhere and still have a chance. Yeah. Like, not necessarily, like, a great chance. Because, you know, Miramar, you, you can be anywhere. There'll be some cover. It won't be the greatest cover, obviously. Some positions will be much better than other positions. But in Erangel, there's half, half the map, there are no positions. Yeah. Like, it, you're, just, you're just in open field where you're pretty much fucked. Yeah. So I'd like to see them revamp it, make it a bit more, um, more cover-based than it is. 
just just to give the other teams a bit of a chance. Like, you know, if obviously if you run into a stupid, dumb fuck position, you still should get punished for it, but you should actually still have a chance to bring it back. Yep. I think, personally, I'm interested to see how uh, they find the balance between uh, spectatorship and competitive gameplay. Because as you say, like right now, there's like watching PUBG for the first 10 minutes is resident sleep, dude. It's so fucking boring. So, like, I don't... Like, personally, you know, I want to play it competitively. I don't really care about what it looks like to other people. But at the same time, you need viewers for the eSport to work. So I'm hoping that... I don't know what it entails, but I hope the compromise between spectatorship and competitive gameplay isn't too much because yeah 200 yeah. players PUBG <laughs> <laughs> I this? saw I saw, saw there's a open beta coming for a game that's doing 400 players yeah I saw that yeah this that's servers ridiculous. are gonna battle we, we don't even we don't even play with 100 in CG and stuff just because the servers can't handle it yeah I think what is it 74 Neff is that how many we've got I think, I think it's 64 64. That's yeah, just, we, like... Yeah, it's just... Actually, it's, well, yeah, it's 74, yeah, yeah. The Mom. servers just, just eat dick when it comes to having 100 people on it. Yeah. It's just, ah. Oh. No, I think, yeah. I wish it's we had 100 people. 100 would be awesome, but... It's because they're cheaping out on the servers. You know that, right? Yeah, like they, they are. They, uh, what are we on, 12-tick servers or something? Yeah. yeah. But, like... Ridiculous. If... if I mean, to some extent, it is just ultimately just networking. But uh, if you were to take like what they, I believe I I read that basically a uh, a single battlefield one server, they would split out into six battlegrounds servers. Yeah, uh, they'd they'd split it across like each core would do uh, one battleground server, and they'd have six for a single battlefield one server. Uh, sorry, PUBG server versus a Battlefield one server. Um, so yeah, it's definitely one of those things where they're definitely you know they're going a bit cheaper than they have to. But yeah, I don't know. I don't know what else. So they I could can't do. wait for lands. Once you yeah. get lands going, man. Oh. Lands are also when you uh, lands are a good way as well to trim out the hackers. If we come back to that, like if there are any oh, yeah. people who are actually hacking, we'll know at that land. Like you'll see a huge drop in performance, or you, you know, they just won't turn up or whatever. Um, also, a lot of people I reckon are gonna not play very well at lands. It'll just be interesting to see who are the actual good players. You know, all, like let's... oh yeah, you go. No, I was just gonna say, you know, a, a lot of people like even. Re- like really good players in in other games just struggle at land because it is a it's a different situation it's a different scenario and it can be difficult to adjust um, to the idea of having you know people watching uh, like having people watching you actually play being outside of your regular environment there's like lots and lots of little things that can really fuck up a person's game but just working and, with a different uh, latency strong, as well yeah and, yeah that too what were you gonna say Neff? I was just going to say, I think it's a, a lot different for PUBG because you got like CS and you, the games that are like strictly one team versus one team. You know, you put on a stage and you're highlighted. But in PUBG, you know, you got like like multiple booths with just teams in it. So it'd be, I don't know, I think it'd be a bit more comfortable. Yeah, yeah. You, like, I, I think that's a really good point. You'll probably see people like it, it's easier to deflect that idea that people are watching you. But yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know if. Uh, we'll be able to tell if someone is 
absolutely just shit on LAN or if they've been cheating <laughs> online for, yeah. for a little while. You'll have to watch them for a little while until they get some experience and shit. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. So did you have a suggestion, Lexi? Did you did you have an idea of what you wanted to see or did you try and dodge this question? The, the map change, mate. Map change, right. Revamp. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, revamp. Oh, yeah, that's my bad. Yeah. It's fine. No one listens to me. Don't it's, worry about it's it. Fine. No, it was just a really dull answer, so... Oh, okay. Um, well, <laughs> I, I asked... from a really dull player. Mm-hmm. Oh, shit. I, um, I was going to say, I asked Brendan Green about the map changes when he was down for PAX, and he said, oh, we'll probably go in and, and you know, tinker around with it a bit more. This is after they put in, like, Kameshki in the top... Um, top right hand corner but then like literally fucking three weeks later they put the mansion changes in and i'm like what the fuck mm. um so yeah they he seemed to think that they'd revisit it in about a year um mm, so yeah. I, I don't know if that's gonna change anytime soon or but it seems like a ways a off yeah yeah uh, i hope it's earlier <laughs> really create a new map but they won't uh edit the old one yeah nice i don't get it hmm Cool. Well, I think we should wrap up, Luke. Okay, we can do that. Um, guys, do you, do you have any way you want to pimp out, like social media, Twitch pages, anything like that, Linksy? Uh, I'm a, oh, yeah, you can always just link my Twitter, which I've forgotten the name of already. Well, it's, an, it's an audio podcast, so you actually have to say it. Yeah, it's hi, I'm Linksy. Oh, wait, that's what you mean. Yeah, I'm tr- oh, it's hi, I'm Linksy. Yep, at hi, I'm Linksy. That's the one. <laughs> it's underscore between the words as well. Yeah. <laughs> Solid. They'll figure it out. Will they? Though you Maybe couldn't not. figure it out. So yeah, no, it's new. It's a new <laughs> change. Uh, yeah. And Neff. Oh yeah, I got Twitter. Um, the handle is at Neffahor one. If you don't know how to spell Neffahor, then you'll never find me. Solid. <laughs> That's it. Just tell them, but <laughs> <laughs> he, that's his secret. He doesn't know how to spell it either. So, <laughs> uh, all right, cool. And we can catch you guys playing in the CG series. It was just one week one this week, wasn't it? Yeah, it's just week one. So on Tuesdays at uh, seven PM ADT, seven thirty. Yeah, mm. is that an invite so comp far- or how does that work? Pardon. Is it like an invitational comp or are you guys... Yep. Yeah, you guys it was like an invita- invitational comp. And then I think half the half of us were invited, half of them were had to qualify. Right. We should do one of these, Job, one day just to see how we go. We will lose. <laughs> um, and Neff, you're currently going really well in it, aren't you? Uh, yeah, we had a good performance. Got the second on the first game, first on the second, and big old 18th last on the third game of the night. Nice. Yeah, still coming good. second though. That just goes to show you how mm. like, how quickly things can change. Like, yeah, like you guys are smashing it though. Bastards. Could have been smashing it by a, a lot more, but yeah, well. whatever. And uh, yeah, Linksy, you, you're having a dull round. Well, oh, bra- oh, brand new team, brand new team. <laughs> we only just got the players, so uh, you know we'll get there. Do you need a driver? Like you. I hear Job's looking for a team. I'm fucking amazing. I just learned After some new watching, shit today. I don't know about Watching it. his driving into me and my mate in that game, I think, will pass. <laughs> I'm going to fucking... I'm going to scream all this shit and show you how fucking pro I did it because I absolutely nearly rolled the car trying to come down the hill. Um, That's not... That doesn't give me any relief. 
<laughs> but I didn't roll the car. Nearly. Oh, okay. You just nearly did. rolled it. <laughs> okay. I think that was I was angling the car to block some bullets. There were no ah, bullets, but if there yeah. were, they would have been predicting blocks. predicting yeah. the bullets. Yeah. I, I remember one time we were playing Job and I think we we're in Rosehawk and we saw like Linksy's name come up, but it was like an alt account and we we're like, Oh, we're not sure if that's him. And then yeah. we saw a bunch of other names come up and we we're like, Oh, okay, it's probably him. Um and then we were driving <laughs> along I think South Georgia Pole or something, and yeah. you were driving and all of a sudden like fucking Job gets knocked out of the car, one of the other guys gets knocked out, third guy gets knocked out, and it's like Linksy has knocked out all these people. And we're like, fuck. So I jump in the driver's seat, keep driving it, and I just press F. I just jump out. I'm like, fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> well, Linksy was in a fucking... Linksy was in a ghillie suit in the field yeah. where we were driving through. He was hiding like snake in the grass. It was, it was devastating when I saw the fucking... When I saw him like literally take two steps forward and start looting my body because <laughs> I could have just run him over. And I had no idea he was there. It was... It was rough. I'm a sneaky snake, mate. Sneaky snake. Uh, all right, awesome. Thank you so much for joining us, guys. Uh, and good luck in the CGs. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Thank so, you. That Thank about you it. for having us. Yeah, no worries. Thanks for having me. Yeah, thanks for coming on and talking. This is, yeah. So we've been to- obviously talking about PUBG since it dropped last year. Uh, and we're not going to stop. Talking about it on the gap, but uh, maybe we can move on to other things a little bit. <laughs> yeah, I, I think this will be the um, the point where we, once they roll out major patches, we'll jump back in and talk about it, um, yep. as opposed to literally every week for half an hour for the yep. last since March <laughs> last year. Since March last year, yeah. Oh gosh, yeah. All right, All right, guys. Thanks again for joining us. Um, hope you guys had some fun. Good luck in the in the tournaments, uh, and hopefully we'll see you guys on the big stage overseas at some state at some point, uh, representing yep. everyone here. That'd be awesome. Hopefully, can I dream? Cool. Sweet. All right. Thanks everyone for listening. See you guys next time. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>